Lord, to whom shall we go? You have the words of eternal life. May the Holy Spirit work in our hearts so that we believe in the God who is always at work in our lives and trust with confidence that Jesus is the one way, the one truth, and the one life. Amen. Dear brothers and sisters in Christ, in our gospel reading today from John 14, Jesus addresses his disciples. And he has spoken of a frightening future. He has spoken to them of his betrayal, of Peter's denial, and some troubling times. And now, after all that, his disciples understandably have some questions. Peter wants to know where Jesus is going. And when Jesus replies in a way that is less than specific, Thomas argues that if they don't know where Jesus is going, they'll never know the way. For these disciples, there's comfort in the details, knowing exactly what's going to happen and when. Faced with a problematic future, they want more than promises. They want exact and specific times and places. They would like a clear set of directions so they know how to navigate whatever might come their way. I think the same is true for us too, right? We would like to have that exact uh, specific times and places, knowing what's going to happen and when. I don't know how many times people have have talked to me and said, I just wish God would show me what he wants me to do or or have the, the path laid out for me so that I can follow. So we can relate to the disciples here. But instead of giving exact, specific details and instructions, Jesus offers them something that I think arguably is is much better. He gives his promise and his presence. And so first, his promise. His promise is that he is working on their behalf. And without giving explicit details, he says that he is preparing a place for them And he promises to come back and take them to himself. What a wonderful and comforting promise that is. It's a promise that we oftentimes, we we hear these words from John 14 at funeral services quite often. Because it's a comfort to us to know that we have a place prepared for us. That our loved ones who die in the faith are with the Lord. And it's a comfort to know that that Jesus is taking care of us, body and soul, now and for all of eternity. So a comforting promise that we have there. But when pressed further, Jesus moves from this promise to his presence. When he says to Thomas, I am the way and the truth and the life. Here, Jesus sees his disciples facing an uncertain future. And he responds not with details about dates and times or procedures to follow, but instead his promise and presence. He is the way, he is the truth, he is the life. Now, sometimes we wonder about the disciples here. We think, how could they spend three years with Jesus being trained by him day in and day out and still not know the way. 
But remember that they live they lived in a world of sin just like we do. Nothing has changed. Right? Sin turns our world upside down and makes it very difficult to know which way to go. Sin disorients us to the point that we think that right is wrong and wrong is right. Life in this sin-filled world is very difficult. But we can rejoice together today that we have a God who provides for us in so many ways. In fact, God is most certainly at work right in the midst of our lives here and now. Oftentimes, though, I think it's safe to say that we forget this fact. We forget this truth in our everyday lives. We don't always think about God being actively at work in our everyday lives. Now, when we gather here together on Sunday mornings, we, we of course, have the knowledge of him working for us through his means of grace, word, and sacrament. But how quickly do we forget about his work in our lives when we head out of this building and get in, get on with the rest of our hectic, busy week. We look at the food on our table, remember buying it at the store, but we don't always remember or see God at work through the farmers and the grocers to feed us. And we could list all kinds of other examples like that, but the fact is, God is most certainly at work in our daily lives, in every detail, from the day-to-day to the miraculous. And God is doing marvelous, healing, gracious miracles, even in the midst of this world. And so in the midst of life, we may not know always where we're going. But as long as we're with Jesus, we know that we are on the way. With his promises to comfort us. With his presence to guide us. We can face an uncertain future. As we heard from John 14, verse 1, where Jesus says, Let not your hearts be troubled. Believe in God, believe also in me. So with those words today, our Lord invites us to live in trust. To live trusting in him, putting our faith in him, even though the world around us is full of uncertainties. And we can all think of how uncertain things are in our lives and in our world. But today, we realize that Jesus answers our prayers not with specific details. Instead, he calls us to a life of trust in him. For he is the way, the truth, and the life. Whatever happens, whatever we go through, he is there, right there with us. There's a children's song that we sing at Vacation Bible School that says this, without the way, there is no going. Without the truth, there is no knowing. Without the life, there is no living. Truly, we need Jesus every single day of our lives. Jesus is our reference point. He came to show us up from down, right from wrong. He came to show us that sometimes even our best instincts are dead wrong. So Jesus tells us in John chapter 15 that apart from him, we can do nothing. God provided the one and only answer to sin. And he provided that in the living word, Jesus Christ. 
Through him alone, our sin is forgiven. Our life is in Christ. And there is a room prepared for each and every one of us in heaven. Jesus is the way that changes the direction of our life. Jesus is the truth that gives the firm foundation to place our trust and our hope in. Jesus is the life that allows us to walk with confidence, knowing that we are a people belonging to God, as we heard in our epistle text. And so this Easter season, and always, we continue to rejoice in the words of 1 Corinthians 15, 57. Thanks be to God, who gives us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. In his death and resurrection, he has shown you the depth of his great love for you. In his ascension into heaven, he has shown you the extent of his rule. And while you may not know what's going to happen in the future, you do know where you are. You are in the hands of a God who loves you, who cares for you, and who has made you his for all eternity. Out of love, Jesus came for you, died for you, rose for you, rules for you, and promises ultimately to return for you. His way is long enough that it leads through all suffering. His truth is clear enough that it reveals whom to put all our trust in. And his life is strong enough that it brings us to a new creation. Yes, with Jesus as our way, our truth, and our life, we have enough. We have all that we need. So brothers and sisters in Christ, do not let your hearts be troubled. But in your heart, set aside Jesus as the one way. And may God's peace and loving action in your life give you joy and confidence that's found in him alone. Amen.